0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. How do I ask my boss for a raise? I'm so jealous of my coworker's promotion, I just don't know what to do. Is there a good way to brag about my accomplishments? Careers are complicated, and there are so many hush hush topics we're told we can't talk about. That's why you have the Career Contessa podcast. I'm your host, Laura McGoodwin, and each week I'm joined by experts to help you overcome your workplace woes with actionable advice that you can use today. Subscribe to the Career Contessa podcast and make progress in your career every Tuesday. Hey, it's Mariana. I'm the co-founder of Summer Fridays and host of the Life with Mariana podcast. I've done this episode every year since I launched the podcast, and you guys look forward to it so much, and it's all about setting goals, vision boards, building healthy habits for the new year, and how I think about goals as not necessarily the word goal, but my intentions that I'm setting for the new year. There's a couple things that I do about tips and insights, how I really think about my goals and plan them out. I understand the importance of what I really need to prioritize personally or professionally and how to handle any setbacks that come along the way. I want to share with you guys manageable steps, how to make it happen, the power of manifesting and really keeping that momentum up. If you guys want to learn a little bit more about my thought process behind goal setting and goal intentions and vision boards, keep listening. And don't forget to subscribe to my podcast or follow on Spotify. I have new episodes every single Tuesday, and I'm so excited to share this one with you. And if you guys love this one, I would love if you just screenshot it and post this on Instagram and tag me. I'll send a few of you guys a little beauty box full of my favorite things. I just want to send a little thank you guys for supporting the podcast this year. So that's my way of thanking you. So just screenshot this episode, post it on your Instagram stories, and tag me. Now let's get into the episode. Let's just jump right into this episode because this is a long one and I know it's something that you guys look forward to every year and I love doing this because I feel like it really helps you. The reason I wanted to do this episode in mid-December is so that you have a few weeks to prepare yourself before the New Year's. So I would take out a pen and paper, listen to this, take notes, go back and listen to this again, send it to a friend who maybe needs a a little help with their goal setting or that you want as an accountability partner because I think all these things are really helpful. And the more people that know about the goals we're working towards, I think the more successful they'll be. So I'm gonna break this episode into goal setting about how to plan your goals, tools that I think are really helpful and what to do if you fall off track, a little bit about manifesting and then also about vision boards because I think all these things combine help to visualize and goal plan and set some intentions for your new year. I might say the word goal a lot in here, but what I really mean is intention. I think it's a much kinder way to speak about the things that we want to work towards. And I think a lot of times I got really stuck in this word of a goal I wanted to achieve. But a lot of times this goal was out of my control. Let's say your goal is that you want to get a promotion at work. Well, you can do everything that you can in your power. You can work really hard and have the intention of this, but maybe Your company at this time doesn't have the capabilities to promote somebody or they don't have the option to promote someone in this department or there's not an opening. So you can work towards that knowing that maybe in time it will come and it's your intention to get that. But what I don't want you to do is feel disappointed if you're not reaching that goal, especially if it's something that we can't completely control to get to that destination of the thing that we're working towards. And so a lot of times I want to be kind with myself. So let's say it is that goal that you're working towards as a promotion at work. You can do everything with that intention, that one day that you want that, so you can do all of the right things, you can work towards it, you can take the steps possible, but I don't want you to feel like you're let down if that thing doesn't happen. And also when I talk about goals, yes, it's something that we think about in the new year, but It's really an intention of things that we're working towards in the future. So on my vision board and my own personal goals that I have, there are things that I thought would have happened already. It doesn't mean that I don't want them anymore or that I'm sad that they haven't happened yet, but I know that in my lifetime, these are things that I'm working towards. So I'm not like so married and stuck on this idea that it has to happen in this calendar year, but I know that I'm taking the steps towards that to hopefully it will happen in the future. So first, let's talk about how to plan your goals and goal setting. I know it can be really, really overwhelming to figure out like, what are the things that I actually want to work towards? And sometimes this is just like a free writing session for yourself, or maybe pull out the notes app on your phone and just start thinking of things that you want to work towards. Every time you think of something, just start jotting it down on a notes app, start jotting it down in a notebook. And then when you start looking at all of them, maybe start categorizing them into personal, professional, long-term, short-term And see what ones really rise to the top. There might be things where you're like, okay, a lot of these things, if I combine them, it's sort of the same thing and sort of the same intention here. And I think it's really nice to like visually write everything out and then see like, okay, what is priority here? Because life is overwhelming. We have a lot going on between work and personal and professional. If you're a caretaker or a parent or you're taking care of loved ones and other people rely on you, I know how difficult it is to focus some time on yourself. So it's nice to write everything out figure out what all these things could possibly be. And then I think you can narrow it down and think about what are the most important things that I wanna focus on this year, personally and professionally. There isn't a clear number that I think is the best or worst for you. It's whatever you think is achievable. One is more than enough. If there's one goal that you're really working towards and this is taking all of your time and energy or this is all that you have the capability to add onto your plate right now, that's more than enough. Life is really long. We have more than enough time to work on other things later. So if it's one small habit you wanna change or one goal you wanna work towards or one new intention you wanna set, just know that one thing is more than enough to work on. And if you really want to focus all your efforts on one goal, I would say just really focus on the thing you think is going to give you the biggest return or the biggest positive impact in your life. So maybe that's for you working out every day. And you know that working out is something that you really want to make a habit. And this is a goal you want to set for yourself even though this is one habit you want to create, you know that this is going to pay back in your life in so many areas. It will maybe help your mental health and how you feel mentally each day going into the day. Maybe it helps you physically because you have more energy so then you can accomplish more in your day. Maybe it helps you because that's your self-care time for yourself. And so when I think about focusing on one goal, I know that this one thing or intention that I'm setting for myself really can pay back in so many different areas. So first, what you want to do is write everything down, think about it over time, like you can start working on it right now and just write down anything and everything that might come to your mind. And then just like cut back and cut back and cut back and see what really are the things that you think are the most important. So now that you know what they are, then just really define them. I think being more specific is really, really helpful because then it can help you understand like the exact thing that you're working towards. And then when you have other options or decisions are coming in, you know, like, okay, is this aligned with the thing that I'm working towards? Yes or no? If it's a no, then you don't do it. If it's a yes, then it's going towards this thing that you're working towards. I also really like to break down my goals, which I'm gonna talk a little bit later about some strategies about how to make goals possible, but really breaking them down helps you understand each of the steps that it takes to actually get there. And then if you're somebody who's doing multiple goals that you're working towards, really prioritize them. Like what's my one, two, and three most important goals personally? What's one, two, and three professionally? And then just focus on those so you're not doing too many of them. And then you know like, okay, this is my main focus. So if I don't have time to do all these other things today, I'm going to work towards this main thing that I'm working on. So timelines are really good. It's like good and bad, right? Because I think some things it's nice to know, just like generally in life, this is the thing that I'm working towards because I know that in time I want this thing to happen. Or for me, my daily habits and my wellness routines, these are lifelong goals. So it's not that I ever am completing the goal. It's just that I'm working towards them and I continue to make these things a daily habit. So there's not really an end time or an end goal to this thing I'm working towards. It's always sort of like a self-development process that I'm on in my entire life. But I do think that timelines are helpful for things when you're working towards some intention. So a really good piece of advice that my cousin actually gave me when I was in high school or maybe when I was in college, I told him like what I wanted to do. And like, I was like, oh, I want to be a TV host. And he's like, okay, if this is what you want to do, it's really difficult but you have to give yourself five years. Like don't just give up after a year because it's not possible. So he gave me this number of five years because he thought it's long enough that you're really putting in the work. So you're not giving up after just one year. But if by five years, it's not really getting there and you're not making progress, then maybe it's time to move on into something else. So it was this number. And I was like, wow, five years, that seems like so long. And when you're going through it, you realize like, okay, just a little bit of progress happened in year one. And then a little bit more happened in year two. And the same thing now with having a podcast. So I told myself when I launched, it, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this for one year and I'm going to see the progress that I make in a year. And if I feel like it's worth the progress that I'm making, people are really resonating with it. It's worth the effort and people are here and they're feeling inspired by this type of content. I'll keep doing it. And I gave myself a year. And after a year, I felt accomplished and proud what I did in that first year that I wanted to keep going. But maybe if I saw in the end of that first year, like, okay, I'm putting out all this effort people aren't coming, people aren't listening, there's not a return on the thing that I'm creating here, then maybe this isn't the best use of my time and I should focus my efforts on Instagram only, or maybe it's YouTube or something like that. And it really gave me a timeline to evaluate if I wanted to keep going forward with something or if I felt like it was time to like pivot and move on. So in those instances, I feel like timelines are helpful, but it's kind of like this double-edged sword of like, I don't want to just... Limit myself to timelines of things because I know that sometimes good things take time and that we can't just rush the process, especially when things take a really long time to get there. So it's definitely like a personal thing and like case by case, but I do think timelines are somewhat important, even though they can be very frustrating. When I started a business so many years ago, now back in 2018, an online store was just something that was furthest from my mind and the things that I knew how to do. But now that I'm selling skincare, it is so easy because I use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch in your online shop stage to your first real life store stage, all the way up to, did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're promoting protein powders or you're selling amazing supplements, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever or whatever you're selling, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Mariana, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Mariana now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Mariana. So what is your holiday hair routine? Are there some things that you guys like to do this time of year? If you visit the salon before a big event or party or do you do something at night just to make sure it looks really great in your everything shower routine, well, there's a new product that I have to tell you guys about. Save some time and get on your way to salon quality hair straight from the shower in just five minutes with Way's new hair gloss. Not only does hair gloss give you immediate shine, it also helps you treat damage and enhances your color vibrancy to get your hair looking and feeling healthier. It's the perfect way to glow all out for yourself and everyone on your list this season. I love their products because they work really, really well for my hair, and I got a chance to try this product. They actually sent it to me a little bit early, and for me, I love healthy, shiny-looking hair without having to actually go to a salon, so hair gloss is a really easy addition to your routine. All it takes is five minutes, and you get that shine in the shower, and for me, it's really important to prevent heat damage, so hair gloss helps prevent heat damage up to 450 degrees, and it feels healthier and shinier and overall more vibrant. It's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water, and it provides really immediate shine, it helps to treat damage, enhances color vibrancy, and according to a consumer perception study, over 85% of participants agreed that their hair looked shinier, healthier, and smoother. There's a couple of bestsellers that make for great gifts too. If you guys need something very last minute, you can get their leave-in conditioner, the detox shampoo, any of their fragrances, or their hair oil. Glow all out this holiday season with Way. Go to T H E O U A I for fifteen percent off site wide and enter promo code MARIANA fifteen. That's T H E O U A I dot for fifteen percent off and enter promo code MARIANA fifteen. So after you've identified the goals that you want to create, you've broken down maybe some steps, you're prioritizing what's important to you, you've thought about the timeline, now you might think about what are the things I need to make this goal or this intention possible? Is there a class that I need to take? Do I need to network with other people? Is this going to require some sort of money or investment on my end to make this goal possible? Is the investment time? And then if you know that you need these resources whether it's time or money or classes or other people or whatever it is that you might need to make this possible, be really realistic with yourself and think about like what is feasible in this phase of my life? Am I willing to make a sacrifice of time or money here to make this possible? Or is this maybe not the right phase of life for me to focus on this thing, but I can work on something else that's related to this goal. So I think it's really important to know how to make this goal possible. And again, I'll talk about that in a little bit when I talk about an action plan for this, it's also really important to monitor your progress. I know a lot of times when we have goals, sometimes it seems like we're not working towards much of anything And we feel like we're not really making progress, but I think these things are really important to help keep us motivated. So I have a list. It's called a wins list. And every time there's a win that's big or small, I just write it down. And I've been doing this all year long. And sometimes when I feel I'm not making progress towards something, I'll go back and look at those things. And I'm like, wow, there really is an improvement. And I know sometimes if you're a content creator or you're on social media or you maybe work for a brand, it's really frustrating, like the analytics, sometimes what it looks like on Instagram. And we're looking at it week over week or the last 30 days and you're not seeing growth. But maybe if you looked at it from a year ago or six months ago, you can see, oh, there actually was progress here. We are making an improvement. And then again, with these kind of goals and intentions, you can do everything right on social and sometimes it's just not reaching the right people. So maybe the intention is not, I wanna get to this number of following because that's out of your control, but the intention can be, I'm going to create quality content that's engaging for the people that follow me. My intention is to create content that's building a community. Because instead of being so focused on an outward number that you can't control or a goal that you're working towards that, yes, these things are great, but we can't really help what these platforms are pushing out or how many people get to our profile. But what we can do is focus on the content we're creating and engaging with the people that we currently have. It's also really important to celebrate are wins. So kind of similar to that wins list, it's not just writing it down when something positive happens, but really rewarding yourself for it. Like, wow, I worked really hard. Like if my intention was to walk 30 minutes, five times a week, and I did that every day this week, maybe I just go buy a pair of socks. It's a little small luxury so that every time I go for my walk and I put my comfy socks on, I just really enjoy the process of going on my walk. So maybe it's little small rewards like that, or you go and get coffee at your favorite place on your walk, because that's like a little small win for you for doing the things that you're working towards. It's also really important to adjust your goals and be really flexible. So maybe your goal was something that you're working towards this year and you thought that it was feasible. You've done all the right steps. You thought you could make time for it, but it's really not. Don't be so hard on yourself. Say, okay. In this phase of life right now, maybe I can only do my morning routine one day a week. And for me, that's a win. So don't be so hard on yourself thinking you have to do something every day. So be flexible, but also still push yourself at the same time. And the biggest thing that you can do when you're setting any of these intentions is to think of your why. I think if your why is there and it's true to who you are, it's because you actually want to achieve this thing, not because other people want this for you or they're telling you this is something you should do that will be so much more motivating for you. I know there's been things in my life where people had these intentions and goals that they thought I was supposed to be working towards or things they wanted me to achieve. And I never achieved them. I never wanted to work towards them because I either wasn't ready at that phase of my life to do it, or it wasn't something I personally wanted for myself. And sometimes, unless you really want it for you and for the right reasons... It's never going to happen because you need to be able to motivate yourself and have that why. So really think like, why is this my goal? Why is this something that I'm working towards? Why is this important to me? And maybe when you're writing down your goals and you're making your vision board for the list, that why is the thing that drives you. So one of the things that's really important for me is my good physical and mental health, my well-being, my overall just like how I feel in my body. And the reason why that's so important is because I know for decades to come, when I get older, I want to be independent as much as I can be. I want to be well physically and mentally, and I want to do everything that I can so that in decades to come when I'm older, I can take care of myself and be really energetic so maybe one day when I'm a grandma, I can still play with my grandkids. And that sounds like, oh my God, that's so far away. How could you be thinking of something that's decades away? But I know that the habits I make today will help me for years to come. And because I have older parents, hindsight has been such an incredible gift that they've given me. And I see that them being active their whole life and that my dad reading all the time and doing the crossword every day has made him really sharp mentally, even though he's in his eighties. So I know that these things are important for decades to come. So my why is my good health and well being for years to come. And so that's motivation for me, especially in the days when I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. My mom sent me some like quote or meme or something she saw on Instagram and she was like, you'll never be this young again. And when you're older, you'll wish that you took advantage of that time when you were younger. And so that always sticks with me. There's two methods that I really love for goal setting. One of them is called backwards goal setting. And so what I like to do, you could just grab any piece of paper that you have and on the top of this piece of paper, write down the goal that you want to achieve. It could be as big as you want, like whatever the goal is, just write it down at the top. And then write all the steps backwards that you think will take you to get there. So let's say it's to launch a podcast. Maybe the step before is to learn how to publish an episode online. The step before that would be to create a show name and artwork and figure out what you want to talk about. The step before that was, would maybe be that you need to record your first episode. Then before that is buy a microphone. So then you could look at all these steps on a piece of paper and say, oh, it doesn't seem so bad. The first thing I need to do is just go on Amazon and buy a microphone okay, my microphone arrives. And then what I need to do, I need to think about what I want my first episode to be, what I want these topics to be about. Okay. Then I'll sit down and record an episode. Okay. Well, now that it's recorded, maybe the next step after that is I need to learn how to edit this episode. When you break it down into individual goals, it doesn't seem so overwhelming and you can see what's actually possible. Then you can see within those goals, okay, what resources do I need? What tools do I need? Where do I need to invest my time? Is there a money investment here? Is this going to require other people? So you can really like think about each of those things and then start from the bottom where it's not so overwhelming. Another thing that really helps me with goal setting is vision boards. And I'm going to go into that a little bit later because there are a lot of details here, but I love my vision boards and it's a little bit different than a mood board. These are like two very specific things. So I will talk about both of those shortly. But there were a couple questions that you guys asked me that I wanted to answer. The first was about planners that I use and we actually have one on Summer Fridays. It's undated. I will link it in the show notes. It's $30. It's basically combined of all the favorite things that I need every day. So it's my gratitude journal, I have a checklist for my morning and evening routine, my morning and evening skincare. It has my top three priorities for the day, which really helps me focus, a to-do list, and then kind of like a general list at the end of the day where I can like write everything on the other side. And then I love to end my day with something positive. So it has a daily highlights at the bottom. So that's the planner I'm using, but there's so many great ones out there that you guys can use too. The next question is how to push through difficult moments when goals don't come to fruition. I think first you just have to be like, okay, am I really doing everything possible to make this goal happen? I think sometimes we kind of lie to ourselves and we're like, oh yeah, I'm doing this. Like I'm doing that. I'm, I'm doing the best that I can. And maybe the best that you can is good enough. But maybe there's times where you know you could be trying a little bit harder. Like you could be doing a little bit more. Let's say you want to become a content creator and you're not posting every day. Maybe you're only posting like once a week. Well, That's great, but you definitely want to be posting more and being consistent. So maybe even if it's just an Instagram story or one TikTok story or something fast that you can upload, you really want to be consistent there. So I know that sometimes we only have the capacity, especially if we're working and doing other things that we can't create that much content. But if you're not seeing the results that you want, just be honest with yourself and be like, okay, is this really the best I could do? Do I need to adjust this? And can I be doing more? And if you already feel like you're doing the best that you can, you're working towards it, then maybe you just need to adjust your goal. So maybe the goal that you're working towards isn't as tangible as you thought and it's a little bit harder to get there than you thought it might be. Maybe then you go back and you look at your goal and you say, okay, I thought my goal was gonna be this, but I'm doing everything possible. I'm working as hard as I can. I'm doing all the steps that I possibly can. I have all the resources, I did all the things. This goal is just a little bit harder than I thought it was gonna be. So let me just scale this back. And maybe for this year, This is my goal. And then next year I can adjust again and work towards this higher goal of the things that I'm working towards. That's also why the why is really important. So when you are in those difficult moments where you're still working towards something and you know it's really important to you, focusing on this why of why you're doing this can help you through those difficult times when maybe it's taking a little bit longer than you thought. The next question is how to stay focused and remain motivated and stick to it without being overwhelmed. The overwhelming part is like cutting it down to like the most important goals and then really prioritizing them as like, okay, most important goal number one. And then these are like secondary goals that I have underneath. So if you do feel overwhelmed, you can go back to that primary one and really focus on that. It definitely is hard to stay focused and it is hard to be motivated. That's why the why is really important. But these things are challenging. If it wasn't challenging, then maybe it wouldn't be a goal that you're working towards because these things are inherently a little bit more difficult for us to do. If it was easy, maybe it would have already been something that we incorporated into our lives. And so it does take a little bit of work and sacrifice when we're working towards things that we want to accomplish. The best thing that works for me is to eliminate as much as I can as possible that doesn't help me focus on that goal. So, one of the things for me was I was trying to drink more water. And I know this sounds funny because it's like, hello, we know all the benefits. We should be drinking so much water every single day. But until a few years ago, I like barely drank enough water. I like maybe had one bottle of water a day. And I know that that just wasn't enough. I had every other drink option in my fridge except for that. So, what I had to do is okay, I'm just not going to have other stuff in my fridge until I learned to make this a habit of drinking water. And how can I make water more enjoyable? So, I had flavored water. I had sparkling water. I had water drops I could put it there. And I made water a little bit more interesting. And I eliminated the things that could be a distraction for me because when I'm looking at my fridge and I open it and I see an olipop in there, I'm going to want to drink the olipop first. I'm going to want to drink a coffee first. I'm going to want a matcha first before I go and drink this water. So by eliminating those things until I made it a habit. And then I just started putting glasses of water or water bottles literally everywhere. So I have a water next to my bed. Right now I'm at my desk. I have a water next to me here. When I'm in the kitchen, I have a glass of water already sitting there. So basically anywhere I'm going, I already have it readily available for me so that it make it really easy. Like I know if something else is in front of me, it's really hard for me to make a good decision. So by eliminating those things that could be a distraction or not the right decision for me and just focusing on the thing that I want to work on, that's really helpful. So if it's possible, if there's something that you can't eliminate or not put in your eyeline or not put near you that could help you achieve your goals, that definitely will help with focus. There's a couple apps that I use as well too, and these are really, really helpful for me to help track my habits. So there's one app that's called Last, and that's something that I downloaded almost a year ago. And it comes in this pack with these other apps that are all really helpful too. And you guys might've seen on Instagram lately that I gave up alcohol almost a year ago. By using this app called Last, it helped me track the days. So you can either create something where you can track the amount of days or how many times you did something. It was really great to see something that's maybe a habit that you wanna create. So on here, I'm just looking at the screenshot of the app in the app store. It says like ate fast food, called mom, had a drink, something like that. And then it can track within those. You can tally everything. So it's really helpful for you to see how often that you're doing something or when the last time you did something was. They also have another app that's called done and it's a habit tracker. And when I was creating habits for myself, like drinking water, meditating, working out my morning routine, my daily steps, this app, was so, so helpful for me. It like gamified my habits that I was trying to create. And by going in and tracking these things, it really helped me like physically see, like, okay, how often did I actually do something this week? And so I highly recommend the two of these apps. The next question is, how do we reset if we fall off or to get remotivated? And this is so hard. Like sometimes I'm just like, oh, it's been so long, just like forget it. and I just keep not doing it. But I found now that the thing that's most helpful for me is, If I think about doing something, I'll just do it in that moment. So I am a natural procrastinator. It is not a great habit that I have. It is not a great personality trait. It is always something I'm working on every single year. I have an intention for myself to procrastinate less. And it's gotten maybe 1% better every year, which is an improvement, but I am still a procrastinator. And so now I know if I think of something, I just do it in that second instead of waiting. So I try my hardest, like, if I think about like, oh, I should probably work out today. I'm like, can I just get up and like do something really quick right now? Is there something I can do like in this moment? Or for me, I really was not somebody who loved working out and like physical fitness. It was just like not my thing. I live in Los Angeles. There's so many options here. I tried so many things and it was just not for me. And eventually I was just like, okay, I know this is so important for me long-term, so I've got to find something that works for me. And now I've just made it a habit. And when I fall off and it's been too many days and I notice it, I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to do something today. I'm just going to get in some sort of daily movement. Even if I go for a walk for 15 minutes, I'm going to get back on track and I know I'm going to feel so much better afterwards. If I know it's been a couple of days and I feel like that, what I'll do is the night before before I go to sleep, I'll just put a workout outfit out. So in the morning, I'll just go and it's the first thing that I see and I'm just like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna put this on. I'm gonna do a quick workout and then I get back on track again. So don't let too much time pass for those goals if you know that there's something you're working towards to get back on track. So either just do it the second that you're thinking about it. Let's say your goal is like mine to drink more water. The second you think about drinking water, just grab a water right then and have one glass. So instead of waiting like, okay, I'm gonna wait and get a water like a little bit later, just think about it in that moment if there's something you can do. Let's say your goal is to become a content creator and your intention is to post more Instead of finding that perfect thing to post because especially if we're perfectionists Sometimes we just never want to post anything thing. Is there something I can post right now? Is there an instagram story I can post like what is sitting next to me in this moment? Is there something in this bag that I love so much that I want to tell everyone about Get out your phone post an instagram story and a link to that product So it doesn't need to be perfect But maybe there's just something that you're doing in that moment So you're not waiting too long to get back on track In this episode, when I talk about healthy habits, I talk about drinking water a lot and how it was something I am always just working on and working on improving. And one of the ways that I make sure I'm hydrated is with electrolytes. Because I'm just like traveling a lot, I'm going to holiday parties, I'm staying out late, I really just wanna make sure I'm staying hydrated this season. Liquid IV is a hydration brand fueling my well-being and their hydration multiplier can keep you going through the end of the year and beyond. With three times the amount of electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water alone, all in a single pack. And now I love that it's available and sugar-free. They have three amazing flavors like white peach, green grape, and lemon lime. For me, drinking electrolytes is just part of my daily routine, not even just the days that I work out, but just all the time. I'll drink it at night just to make sure I'm like extra hydrated, I go to sleep feeling hydrated, my mom drinks them now too, and I love that it's just really convenient and comes in packaging because I'm traveling all the time, I can just throw them in my bag, I have it in my work bag, So what I'll do is I'll just take a bottle of water, something that I have, and I'll just pour the liquid IV in and I just shake it up if I'm on the go. And I really like it with cold water and I love the sugar-free flavors, though white peach is my favorite. One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And I love that it's also non GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. And it's got no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. So grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier, sugar free in bulk nationwide at Costco. Or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code MARIANA at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code MARIANA at liquidiv.com. I know. Christmas is coming up very soon. It's the holiday season. And sometimes because we're so busy during the season, we think we're ahead of our shopping and our gift getting and we're a little bit behind. So if you're feeling crunched for time, get all the gifts inspo you need at Macy's Gift Finder. They've got a bunch of different ways to search for gifts, like shop by price, which I love to do, especially if you need something for like office or you're doing like under $50 or like a white elephant. You can shop by budget, whether it's 25, 50 or lux, or you can shop by gift list, which is really helpful if you just need like a little bit of inspo. Plus Macy's has curated unique gifts for all the personalities in your life. If your loved one loves a spa day, they've got something for that. There's also advent calendars, sports fans. Macy's has got everything covered and you can even find curated gift lists from your favorite influencers. You can also shop by category like beauty, fragrance, jewelry, watches, handbags, accessories, and so many more. I love buying people gifts for the home because I feel like it's a really nice gift to give and you know that they're actually going to use it over and over again. So a mixer is something that I think is one of those things like, oh, I would have never thought to buy that for myself, but then you end up using it so much and then you can make memories around baking and cooking at home. And you can't go wrong with a coffee machine. I feel like we all know somebody in our life that maybe just needs a new fresh one. There's a drip coffee filter machine from Smeg and it comes in a couple different colors like pastel green and pastel blue. And if you want something for a beauty lover, they have so many things available under $50, like a jade roller or a diffuser, which I love to have just like a fresh scent at home. So anything you need is on the site and check out macy's.com slash to find that perfect present. Two specific kind of goals that you guys asked me about were how I build healthy habits and how to become a morning person. And here's what I have to say about being a morning person. I know that I'm a morning person. I talk about my morning routine, but I also talk about my evening routine. And I feel like it's not helpful for people to tell you you have to have a morning routine and be a morning person if you're just not. If that's not who you are, don't force yourself to do something that doesn't work for you in your schedule. Because if you're trying to make yourself do something and it's not actually helping you feel better, maybe it's not the thing that you need to focus on. Maybe for you, it's really about an evening routine and your wind down routine. And what are you doing at night that helps you wake up feeling refreshed the next morning? Or if you are kind of a morning person and you want to improve on it, there's ways to do that too. But if you're just stressing yourself out, it's kind of like missing the whole point of having a morning routine anyway. So Just because people have it, don't feel like you have to do it. And if you have one and you want to improve on it, there's a couple different ways. I kept hearing the benefits over and over again of a morning routine and its benefits. So I wanted to really figure this out for myself because I used to, and some days I still do, roll over, I grab my phone, I look at it, I open Instagram, I start scrolling, I check my emails, and I do something, and then I just jump into my day. And I found that it just left me feeling really frazzled. And I felt like then I was just looking at screens and doing stuff and just being like engaged all day long. And I didn't like that feeling. So I wanted to be productive in my morning so that I could do things that helped me clear my mind, be a little bit more still, Ease into the day, take some time for myself before jumping into being so reactive into everything that I need to do or respond to or work that I need to do. My own morning routine is something I kind of tested and tried, and it took me a little bit of time to find the right combination of things that worked for me. So there's things like journaling, meditating, reading, working out, going for a walk. You could do a stretch. It's your skincare routine. Maybe you shower in the morning instead of the evening. There's all these different habits, but find the combination or one or two things that make the most sense for you and the things that work best for you. It took me testing and trying a combination of things to see what's right for me and what really sets me up for the day. So my exact routine is I wake up, I always sleep with my Aura ring, so I check my sleep score, which is what I do. And then I try to go right into a meditation. I find that basically if I do a meditation first, it's just already out of the way. I never lay down, like sleep and do my meditation, but I will sit up. So I either sit up in bed and open the blinds and turn the lights on, or I'll go sit in my living room and open the curtains and get some sunlight and I meditate first. If I have enough time, I'd love to meditate for 10 or 15 minutes. If I'm in a rush, I'll do like 5, 8, 10 minutes and I'll do a little bit of meditation and breath work. I am so reactive all day long. There's always like a question to be answered or something to be approved or something that I need to do. It's really the only time all day I get to just be still and be silent and try to not think about something and have thoughts running through my head. And meditation has really helped there. I will say meditation is kind of like exercise. It's not like, okay, one time and this is a miracle. It's kind of something you have to improve on and do consistently to get the results. I kept meditating. I was trying all these different things. I was like, everyone talks about meditation. Like, why is it so great? I've tried this. It's like, does not work for me. There's so many different types of meditation and breath work. There's guided. You can go on walking meditations. There's music or no music. There's the length of time. There's the trainer. There's the type of app that you're using. So if you're not finding something that works for you, like test and try different ones and see what works best. I love going on YouTube. I'll do like 10 minute morning meditation or morning meditation for motivation, meditation for anxiety, whatever it is, and I'll try to find something for free and I'll kind of go test and try different things that work for me. I also did take a transcendental meditation course. It's a little bit more difficult of a meditation. It definitely takes some practice because it's silence. It's like not guided. You're just saying a mantra to yourself the whole time and it definitely takes a lot of concentration to do that one. After that, I will usually read a book. I usually read a nonfiction book in the morning. I like to do that because I feel like it's starting my day learning something. So I'm either reading a biography, I'm learning something about self-development, about self-improvement, wellness, like some topic that I'm interested in. If I don't have time to read in the morning, what I'll do is when I'm making my breakfast or I'm driving to work, I'll play an educational or informational podcast. So I feel like I'm gaining some information that's helping me in some way, whether it's personally or professionally. And then I'll make my breakfast. And then after breakfast, I'll have a coffee. And then I will drink my coffee or matcha while I journal. And I journal almost every single day in the morning. It's a great way to start the day. A gratitude practice is really important. I have read and heard so many times the benefits of having a gratitude practice, if you don't have the time to write them, maybe just while you're brushing your teeth, think about five things you're grateful for. While you're making your breakfast or driving to work, think about five things you're grateful for in that moment or for the day or in your life. And so there's ways to kind of habit stack these things if you feel like you're really short on time, where let's say you're driving to work You can listen to a podcast. And then when you're walking in, you can think about things you're grateful for. And then maybe when you get there, you just park a little bit further away or you take the steps instead of the elevator. And that's an extra way to get a couple steps in. So there's kind of ways to like cheat the system of like trying to get these morning things in, even if you feel like you're rushed and you don't have the time to make a little bit of time for yourself. As far as building healthy habits, I think you just have to give yourself a lot of grace. So I use the water example that I had. Well, for 30 something years, I basically just like did not drink as much water as I should. So how could I all of a sudden in one month or one day change and go to drinking all this water when I'm really not used to? So I have to remind myself, okay, I have not had this habit for this many years. I can't expect that I'm going to change all of this in one month or in one week. So I have to give myself grace to know building healthy habits will take time. And hopefully, even if it takes me a year to get there, then this is a healthy habit that will help me in years to come. But just know that it takes a little bit of time. For me, I know that it's better to focus on one thing at a time than too many healthy habits. That's why I think when you think of your goals and intentions for this year, really just narrow it down to a couple things and be really specific. So instead of saying like, I want to eat healthier, say for one meal a day, I'm going to make sure that I have protein, fat, fiber, vegetables, at one of my meals because I know it's important to me to try to get in more protein and vegetables at each meal. And instead of it being so overwhelming, like you have to do this for every meal all the time, it's just one meal a day or one meal a week. Or maybe it's that you want to cook one meal a week for yourself at home. So if you make them almost too large, it makes it almost impossible to do. And then you might feel defeated by doing it. So just know that healthy habits take time. And for me, I like to focus on one thing. And then when I feel like I have a hang on one thing, then I can add something else. And I know that manifesting is something that you guys are really into, and I have an episode in the new year with Roxy who came on uh, a few episodes ago talking about manifesting, and she's the expert about this. And so we have a giveaway of some books to give you guys when the episode comes up. It's going to be up in January, so we're going to go more in depth on manifesting there. But one thing that's really helpful for me is putting these things into a vision board or a mood board of something that can help you for the new year. I love doing this every single year of having a vision board party with my friends because it really just puts like pen to paper or pen or paper to a mood board. And I'm going to kind of talk to you guys about the difference of the two things. So a mood board is kind of like Pinterest images. So I'm going, I'm getting the mood or the vibe of kind of who do I want to be? What do I want my life to look like? What do I want my home to look like? And it's very visual. Like These are images that are sourced by other people and I'm reposting stuff and I kind of like have the vibe. It kind of looks a little bit pretty. Maybe I make it the background on my phone so that I'm seeing it often. Maybe I make it the background on my computer or my iPad because it's something I want to look at over and over again. But it's very kind of like general, like a mood or vibe. That's the best way to like explain what it is. But a vision board is very specific. So a a vision board takes a little bit more work, a little bit more effort because you want to be like so, so specific about the things that you want to visualize in your life. I like to separate my vision board into quadrants. So I'll have personal, personal, professional. And then like another category that's maybe really important to you. For me, it's like health and wellness and like well being is kind of one of those areas. And then the other one I leave for like big vision goals, like things that maybe seem so far out of reach that maybe they will never happen, but it's like really nice to have on there. And so I'll do one kind of area that's like, who knows if these things will ever happen in my life, but if I could dream the biggest dream I could ever visualize for myself, these are the things that I would have happen. For a vision board, I like to be really specific. So I'll do a lot of like Photoshopping. I'll go in Canva. I make my own headlines. I type out words because I really want it to be exactly what I am trying to visualize. I don't want it to be too generic and just a bunch of pretty pictures. I want to be as clear and as specific as I possibly can. I've done this for many, many years. And it's something that I really, I like the activity of doing it because I think it really starts like putting like a visual representation of the things that I'm working towards and things that I'll do is like, let's say there's somebody's career that you aspire to be like, and you know that they had some press or interview or something lately. Maybe you go and you screenshot the title of that article and you replace it with your name. Or let's say it's the magazine cover of, you want to be on the cover of Forbes one day. Well, maybe you go find a Forbes logo and a picture of yourself and you put it on top and you visualize, okay, one day this is what I would look like on there. So instead of putting a picture on there of someone else who had their cover on Forbes. It's a picture of you and it's a thing that you're working on. Maybe it's someone's profile that you love and you love the jobs that they're working on. Maybe you screenshot their TikTok or Instagram profile and then you change the profile picture and the name to your handle and to your name. And you can say like, oh, this is the kind of career that I aspire to be like, like this. And so by putting yourself in that person's shoes and letting their story inspire you and their career path inspire you, you can use those things as visual inspiration for yourself. And so I really like doing it just does take a little bit extra work but I feel like you then really start seeing yourself doing these things and like what would it look like if this was me and then you can see it and I love that and there's a couple ways to do this you can get a giant poster board I like to get the ones that are foam boards because they have a little bit more like body and thickness to it so it doesn't make it so flimsy and then I tape down everything if I use a glue stick Sometimes throughout the year, the glue starts to dry out and then pictures fall off and I'll glue everything. I kind of place everything in order first in the quadrants of like where I want it to go. Or what I'll do is also on Canva, you can make a collage or all these images that you're sourcing and Photoshopping together and you can actually get them printed out. So you can pay to print it in like a poster board size and they can print out one for you. So it's all in one like giant Image basically, and then I'll go and attach that to a poster board too. So there's a couple of different ways you can do it. You can get magazines, you can buy books, you can print images from Pinterest, you can print screenshots of things that are inspiring to you, you can make your own headlines, you can print out words that you love. All of these things are important, but then what I do is the goal list that I have for the year, I will put that on the other side of the vision board. So on the front, it's all these pictures and words and things that I'm working towards. Then on the other side, I have a physical list of all the things that I'm working towards. So it's like very actionable about, okay, this is what it looks like and where I wanna go and the things I'm visualizing, but this backside, the things I wrote out, this is how I'm gonna get there. But after you do all this and you make your vision board and you write your goals out, you actually have to do something with it. So I like to keep it out. Some people say make a vision board and put it away, but I like to look at it periodically to see, okay, am I working towards these things? Am I still on track? Do I need to make some changes here? And so I won't look at it every single day. I have a friend who she actually tapes hers up on the outside of her shower so that every time she showers, she's looking at it every single day. And so for her, that really works. For me, I have it in my office and I just kind of like look at it and I'll glance at it. And then I go through and on the back of the list where I have all my goals, I'll go in and check in with them. And it's so satisfying to be able to cross things off during the year that I'm working towards. Or a lot of times I wrote something down or I put something on there. I'm like, why did I even want this at the time? And I'm like, forget this one. Like I need to remove this because this is not something I even want anymore. So definitely make sure you're checking in with them afterwards. If you have any other questions about vision boards, manifesting, goal setting, your goal intentions for the new year's, comment on my Instagram, join my broadcast channel where I'm always sending giveaways and talking about things there. Send me a DM. I'd love to help you. And I'm wishing you guys a very happy and healthy new year next year. Thank you as always for supporting me and the show this year and all the content and summer Fridays and all the things a lot of things that I am visualizing and manifesting involve you. It's so much a part of you, like what I create and put out into the world is for you and because of you. So thank you for helping me make those dreams a reality that I put on my own vision board and the goals that I'm working towards. You guys are so important to me. So that's why I'm always doing so many giveaways because I want to give you guys something back. In addition to all the content that I put out and post, I just really want to let you guys know that I'm so grateful for you. So thank you guys so much. I am so happy you're here and I will see you guys in 2024.